We present, I'm sorry, I haven't a clue, the antidote to panel game. At the piano is Colin Sell, and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Welcome to I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue. This is the intellectual version of Mastermind in which I'm joined by two teams and I try to pick their brains, their pockets, their fingers and anything else <laughs> until I come up with something interesting. And today I'm joined by Willie Rushton and Tim Brooke-Taylor on my right. <laughs> Barry Cryer and Graham Garden on my left. <laughs> and we start with a game called Last Thing I Remember. This is a variation on the game Famous Last Words, and I shall be asking the teams for the last thing they remember before being totally incapacitated. <laughs> the winner will be the one with the most marks or bruises. We'll start with you, Willie Rushton. The last thing I remember is Mrs. Thatcher standing on top of Sir Geoffrey Howe at Heathrow Airport, waving a bit of paper and shouting, Peace in our time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Graham Garden. The last thing I remember was saying yes to Cruz. No. <laughs> the last thing I remember was applying to be Debbie Harry's stand-in for a video nasty. Tim. <laughs> the last thing I remember is saying, now look here, British soccer fans travelling to Europe, I want to appeal to your better nature. <laughs> Barry. Last thing I remember was saying to giant haystacks, it is fixed, isn't it? <laughs> I once lost my cat Adolf in Golders Green and went out shouting for him. <laughs> Blacked out shortly <laughs> after. <laughs> the last words, oh, famous last words, or last words of Mickey Mouse, or, uh, apparently, Hi there, Pluto. My word, you do look hungry. <laughs> Okay, well, we go on now to the point where I flick through yellow pages and the, the team stop me, and uh, from the page at which it opens, I choose the profession for which the teams will provide the appropriate guests at the ball at the end of the programme. So you stop me now. Barry, you can stop me this time. Let's have an early one. There. Right. <laughs> and it stops at, if you want to check at home, at page 160, 161. That's an early one. Which gives us a, a wide choice, in fact. We've got ear piercing, edible oils and fats, Eel fisheries, electrical supplies. Should we go for that one? Make it easy for you and call it electrician. And we hurry along now to a game which is very familiar to all our listeners. It's called Calypso Stroke Blues. You have a choice here, team. It's a round when each team has to improvise a Calypso or a Blues with the members of each team taking alternate lines and assistance, of course, is provided by Colin Sell at the piano. And we'll ask the one team to give the other team its subject. So, Graham and Barry, will you give Tim and Willie their subject? The... <laughs> the Mary Whitehouse Calypso, please. Oh, dear. Oh, Willie. I saw Mary Whitehouse the other day. She appeared to be in the family way. <laughs> How she got like that cannot be repeated. But it must have been the result of an expletive deleted. 
I think that's worth 15. And we'll go on, uh, on to ask Timmy Willie to give Graham and Barry their subject. We'd like them to sing a blues. Yes. High time, uh, high time yeah. we had a blues back on the program. Um, Russell Grant. <laughs> I like... up this morning well, what was the first thing I did see what was the first thing that you did I did see, see. I did see well it was Russell Grant roly poly lovable and cuddly just one thing that bothered me he was not on the TV <laughs> Thank you, teams. And now the game called Word for Word. In this round, one of the members of a team says a word, and his partner must say another word totally unconnected with the first, and so on. And the other team may challenge and try and prove a connection. And the teams, you'll score one mark per word until a correct challenge when the challenging side takes over. And we'll have two rounds each side so that each player has started a round. How about that? So if you'll start now. Tim. Margarine. Hat. Organism. Egg cup. Goat. Challenge from Barry. The connection between organism and egg cup is too obvious to even state. I don't suppose they fell into that trap. State it, state it, state it. We wish a statement. <laughs> Nothing is too simple for our listener. <laughs> <laughs> oh they're they're both top. identical except for the organism. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll accept that, yeah. Barry. <laughs> Will you start for your side? Ledge. Window. Challenge <laughs> oh, from Tim. Sorry, I buzzed by mistake. Yes, yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay, I won't. I won't penalise you this time. Still. <laughs> Wallaby. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Challenge from Tim. If you hopped off a sill, you'd commit suicide, like a wallaby. <laughs> Like a wallaby. Like a wallaby. Nurse, yeah. nurse. The wallabies do belong to the Lemming family. <laughs> and they're constantly going over the top. Out of windows, anything. Tops of buildings. Okay, I'll accept that, Willie. Go ahead. Wallaby. Ear hole. Challenge from Barry. Were you at the same party I was? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just checking. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Chest expander. Tortoise. <laughs> Iceberg. Challenge from Barry The Grant. Titanic's pet tortoise, a legend. The connection is obvious. The tortoise. Yes, go ahead. It was dancing to Nearer My God to Thee as the Titanic went down. <laughs> it floated. Well, it, it survived. It floated off the shell. Yeah. Remember the air pocket Sorry. in the shell. Remember its name? No, I can't remember its name. Good you. Yeah. I wasn't uh, sure about that, but our audience... Uh, Confirmed. <laughs> so you have started a round, haven't you? You can start another one, Barry. <laughs> Never paid for one. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that was funny. <laughs> well, really. Bench. Focus. Um, tripod. Lens. Oh, what? Challenge from Tim. Well, I tend to put cameras on tripods and focus. Sorry to take this so seriously. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tim, I said that. Will you start a very a... broad reading of the rules? Yeah. <laughs> 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 
ectoplasm. <laughs> Don't get shirty. <laughs> Juggernaut. Moribund. Uh, Challenge from Barry Cryer. Moribund, one of the chief manufacturers of juggernauts <laughs> in this country. <laughs> Kosher juggernaut. <laughs> Bit off the exhaust. It's obvious. It's obvious. Brother Cummer. <clears throat> Not obvious to me. Carry on, Tim. You're winning, so it's of no great importance, but carry on. Well, I won't bother then, I don't think. <laughs> All right. And we go on to the next step. <laughs> and this is it. <laughs> this is a game called Paranoia. Now, listen carefully. Team A decides that there is something wrong with Team B. And Team B have to get what is wrong with themselves by asking questions. Team A reply in a manner appropriate to Team B's affliction. And the aim is to make the members of Team B paranoid and leave the studio twitching. So, <laughs> Graham and Barry's affliction is going up now on the audience computerised board. <laughs> and here's a mystery voice to tell you at home. Graham and Barry think they're members of the SDP. <laughs> so, Graham and Barry, will you start now to quiz Tim and Willie to find out what's wrong with you? Is it wrong with us uh, both? as an entity or separate individuals? Both. I think you probably find it hard to come to a decision on that. Yes. <laughs> Politics? Very good. Well... Yes, well, yes. I, I wouldn't say so myself. <laughs> Low-rated politician. We think we are somebody. A sort of body, but... Uh, we, we belong to somebody. I don't know, do you? <laughs> yeah, you yes, you, you are under that SDP. impression. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely right. I thought you'd have got more applause from the audience, but... It didn't. <laughs> the audience is the entire membership. <laughs> <of> the <laughs> now, Tim and Willie's affliction is going up on the board, and here it is for you at home. Tim and Willie have herpes. <laughs> Tim and Willie think they've been caught short. Right, it's flashed up on the board now. <laughs> Tim, and, Tim and Willie, will you start questioning Graham and Barry? Are we both paranoid about this? No, 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 no. You, you carry on. <laughs> we both think we're boring. No, no, no. I'm boring about it. Let's not stay here talking about that. <laughs> I give up. I give up. <laughs> I wish you... I hope no, you... <laughs> Don't worry about us. No, no, you, you carry We're on. We're hogging the programme. <laughs> no, no. Well, hog it later if you want, but you... When you come back. Yes, yes. <laughs> We're not here. Well, if you... If you've got any sense. Yes. <laughs> um, We're both cursed with appalling conditions of the bowel. <laughs> That's another way of saying it, isn't That's it? That's a paraphrase, yes. It's a paraphrase. Would you like to try and get a bit closer? I don't know. I'm just getting over it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't like to get closer if he's really got it. <laughs> We've got the squit. Well, actually, my car doesn't put it in such a... Uh... Some gastric condition? No, it's, it puts it more delicately. But I think we'll allow that one. And that is that Tim and Willie think they've been caught short. <laughs> 
Here's one called Sounds Peculiar. I'm going to play in a few bizarre sound effects, and I want you to tell me what you think they are, teams. We're going to start with you, Tim, and here's your sound effect coming up now. <laughs> that is Her Gracious Majesty the Queen knighting Willie Hamilton. <laughs> I think, it would, I think it'd be a nice idea if we could hear the sound effect again after the answer, just to see how accurate they are. Tim, that was very close. Can we hear Tim's sound effect again, please? <laughs> could conceivably be John McEnroe having a small disagreement with a linesman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now Barry, here's your sound effect. Trappist monks falling off a tandem. <laughs> or Norman Tebbit trying to make a U-turn. Sounded like Long John Tebbit. <laughs> Let's just hear it again. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Willie Rushton, sound effect coming up for you. Too obvious to say it was Steve Davis enjoying a knock-up at the Crucible. Uh, <laughs> I, I, think it, I think it's actually one of the quieter moments at Bernard Manning's medical. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it again and see how close you were. <laughs> right. Well done, Willie. Graham Garden, here's a sound effect coming up for you. <laughs> That's the birth of the blues. <laughs> Is indeed, let's hear it again. We've got a couple of spare ones here, so we'll go back to you, Tim, and Willie, you can you can contribute to this if you like. Let's yeah. hear this next one. <laughs> That's a very silly Japanese actor standing on the wrong spot in a Volkswagen commercial. <laughs> I think. Let's hear it again. I think you're right. Let's hear it. Dean Martin's Bermitzvah. <laughs> Okay. Barry, here's another one for you. Oh. Ready when you are, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Raspberry tart? <laughs> 
Gypsy oh, Rose into Lou, I thought. <laughs> now, we have a, a new game now. It's called One-Handed Tie-Tying. Team members will now attempt to tie a tie using only one hand, and the winner will be the one that gets furthest in the time available. Five hours. <laughs> I'm afraid that anyone who accidentally strangles himself will be disqualified. All the teams have ties, as you can see. Why does Tim have a particularly loud one? <laughs> Listeners can probably hear. Radio favouritism. Okay, no Not baby One hand only. All oh, right. Start now. No. This is how I remember radio. <laughs> nice music and the sound of ties being tied. You might have Didn't have a ring button. I never tied very tight. I'll, I'll now well. adjudicate the ties. That's a good one from Whitley Rushton. Tim, that looks as though it's about to come undone at any minute. No, no. Graham Garden actually finished first, but there's a little bit sort of uh, flapping about in the front there. Oh, right. For which you'll be disqualified. Yes, you see, it's come undone. And, uh, Barry, Barry, I'm afraid that's pathetic. That's certain warmth. Nevertheless, you win. And we go on to the round... <laughs> We'll go on now to play another round of the popular game Bordeaux. Everybody knows the rules of this game. And, Graham, we, we ended with you last time. <clears throat> so it's, Tim, your turn to throw the dice. I've got a six, Hunt, so I can throw again. <laughs> I've got a six again, so I can throw <laughs> Oh, I've got a six again. <laughs> right. This game is visually entertaining. I've got three. three yellow papers. So that's three. Pick up a card. <clears throat> you are a crack shot and you have just bagged a brace of pheasant. Pick another card. Congratulations on hitting the pheasant, but next time you miss a turn. Barry, your turn to throw. Oh, double three. <laughs> Go backwards, throw again. Oh, red square. You can take a card or revolve. I'll take a card. You are trapped in a lift with the Nolans. <laughs> Turn Catholic. <laughs> Willie Rushton. Around the world with Chris Tarrant. <laughs> <laughs> Do not pass water. <laughs> Graham Garden. Right, here we go. Ah, seven. <laughs> and nine. Right. It's a bit unfair. Listeners at home probably don't know that they've got their little um, the top hat and the little racing car and Barry's counter is the truss, but I've still got the, the Sydney Opera House <laughs> to move forward two spaces. Here we go. <laughs> 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 oh. 
How do we land it on? Green Square. Go back 97 spaces. Give <laughs> <laughs> the hand back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, give me the trust. <laughs> and while Graham completes his move, <laughs> we'll go on to the next round, <laughs> which is the round called Fixing a Date. <laughs> The aim of this mm. is to fix a date for the next recording of this show. Oh. <laughs> Pay no attention. The winner is the first person to come up with one that the others can make. <laughs> Starting with you, Tim. February the 14th. Sorry, I can't do that one. <laughs> that doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just throw in June the 9th. 84? Yes. <laughs> Or five. Now, they're both out for me. I'm out that year. <laughs> May the 6th, I'm free. May the 6th, any good? No, I'm having the cat fixed that day. <laughs> I can't make May the 6th. I'm fixing a cat. <laughs> so we'll cut that right out and move on. <laughs> Seventh. Day after the seventh. I'm going on a sexual assault course at the Joan Collins Adventure Playground. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also out for the, the week after week. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's double booked again. <laughs> June the eleventh. Any good? That's okay for me. Afternoon. That's okay for That's me. Okay for Tim. Afternoon. I'm massaging oh. Willie in the morning after the Joan Collins experience. <laughs> <laughs> the eleventh. Yeah. No, I'm fasting. Oh, so you are. Oh. Uh, well, 12 then, next day. No, I'm eating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to suggest December the 25th. December 25th is okay for me, so... Um, can we that's all right. December yeah. 25th, all right, all right for me. is all right for you, isn't yes. it? Yes. Yes, that's all right. Okay, we've got that fixed. And uh, Willie won that round. <laughs> now we come to the point where I ask the teams for their... Announcements to the late arrivals at the electrician's ball. Mr. and Mrs. Ear and their son Percy Ear. Oh, you said we weren't allowed to do pierced ears. No. Oh, Percy Ear. Fair enough. Very good, that. John Travoltage. With his flash dance. Wrong film, right subject. There's Sherlock Holmes. There's Megawatt. And her murderous husband, Killer Watt. <laughs> Bit of a shock to see him here. <laughs> Wire Turp. He's come with Sir Kit Breaker, hasn't he? Yes, indeed. <laughs> Tiny got... Sir Kit Breaker. The short circuit. Hello, <laughs> Mint. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I was looking around for a bowl, but I thought, oh, I saw that. Will you welcome from France, please, Monsieur Am and his father, Ampère? <laughs> oh, wow. Bearing a strange similarity to Count Dracula the Empire with his bat, Furry. <laughs> Amanda Fuse? There's Mr. and Mrs. Dwot Bulb. Her son, Andrew Dwotbold. <laughs> Think about it. Oh, Any friend, boy George, who's AC or DC? 
would we do without him? But we're trying. Uh, yeah, that bright spark, Ronnie Corbett, he's just had a short. <laughs> he's a bit of a live wire. Don't pile on the agony. <laughs> I suppose the Ode family, do they come in under electricals? Let's hear them. Anode, cathode and diode. <laughs> We're going to sing some current numbers. Oh, look at the electricians out there. They're on their way to Heathrow. <laughs> the sparks are certainly flying tonight. <laughs> the film on the plane is the first of the fuse. The first of the fuse? <laughs> I thought that was right? brilliant. Yeah, yeah, thank, thank you. Ken Marksberry. Thank you. I'd help you, but we're on gas. <laughs> I think we've reached the point where I have to cut off Mr. and Mrs. Tricklefault and their son, Alec. <laughs> Arriving in a Volkswagen. There's Morris tucking in there. He's known to us as Dynamo. <laughs> He's ever ready. <laughs> well, we notice with those new patent batteries, uh, they don't sort of uh, go off gently. They suddenly cut off like that which is what I'm going to do <laughs> for all of us tonight. <laughs> Barry Cryer, Graham Garden, Timbrook Taylor and Willie Rushton were being given 30 things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Colin Sell setting some of them to music. The programme was produced by Paul Mayhew Archer.